think about all the stuff that you can do and, and it's it may sound cliche but it's literally like what is the thing that you would do for free every day and you heard earlier in the conversation that's what gaming was for me i, I was gaming anyway and so it goes oh well, why not just slap a camera on it and if i get some money i get some money if i don't guess what i was going to play games anyway you said it earlier when you were like don't just do it for the money that's number one that's the first thing i'm Janet ahmed host of hacks and hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today we get to speak with Chris P. Giles, a founder and lead creator at Black Tie Media, where he helps entrepreneurs and content creators navigate and monetize in the Web3 world. He has spent the last 18 years in the entertainment and live events industry, where he has done everything from DJing, audio engineering, video engineering, and more for live and virtual events. He's also currently handles marketing and business development for J Street Studio. He also currently handles marketing and business development for J Street Productions. As a content creator, gamer, and experienced tech live streamer, he took a huge interest in blockchain technology and what it had to offer the everyday consumer. This opened the door for a lot of his new projects and the opportunity to help others get ahead of the curve, find their space, and monetize it in Web3. He's been a guest on numerous podcasts and shows spoken at the PodFest Masterclass Summit and on the Grow with Google platform. In today's episode, we talk a little bit about live streaming, what it takes to be a content creator, and gamer and a father. It was so much fun talking to him, so I can't wait for you to listen to the episode. So dial in and sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for coming out to the podcast. Hey, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me, man. How you doing today? I'm doing excellent. I couldn't have asked for a better time in the year. I mean, it's spring. The weather is finally getting warmer. I know you're on the <laughs> East Coast, too. <laughs> yep, it's finally catching up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's been, it's been some really fun times. Well, Chris, it's been really awesome following your journey, all the amazing things you're doing over over there at the Amazon 
uh, live streaming, you know, all the amazing tech that you've been sharing with your community. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started into all this business of content creation. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so again, my name's Chris Giles. Um, I actually started, man, years ago. I started as a DJ um, when I was 18, man, a fresh out of high school and got into um, DJ for years, got into audio production, live events through that. And then uh, I have a huge interest in gaming. Like I love video games and now mm -hmm. I have a couple teenagers. So love being able to be able to play with them and share with them. And so uh, honestly, I guess 2017, I started getting interested in Twitch and all that stuff. So I started playing around with it. I was like, well, this is what I do for a living. Why not have some fun on the side with it? And so jumped into trying to stream on Twitch for a little bit. Um, got busy again and then kind of, you know, 2020 hit and it was nothing to do but sit at home and stream. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So jump back in it, man. By the way, your mic is a little too hot. So I don't know if you can turn the yeah. gain down a little bit. How's that? Is that better? I think that's better. Cool. Yeah, to turn around. I was like, wait, I can't stop him in mid-sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, to turn my volume down. All right, so... You got into gaming, yep. you got into streaming, and then because having teenager, teenage kids, I, I mean, I, I have an almost teenager, and he was talking to me about FPS and gaming and LED lights. I'm like, all right, let me <laughs> tell you a little lesson. I mean, we've grown up building computers for decades, right? Yep. And he, he just got inspired not because he watched me build computers because his cousins or his uncles are building computers and he's like, you know, they get, they get that drift and like, Oh, yep. but that time. Uh, that's funny, man. Yeah. I mean, that's how it was with them, man. Like it wasn't, I couldn't, I mean, even now, man, I'm still like, you know, your dad's a, a content creator, right? Like you're watching all these guys. Like, this is what we do. Like, yeah. I had to like flex on him. Like, let's, let's go watch some people. Let me show you who I know. And like the circles we roll in and he's yeah, just kind of yeah. like, Oh, you real, dude. I'm like, <laughs> dude, what is going on? What do you think? Yeah. yeah so. Now that's, that's you. really awesome. And, and what's beautiful about that is they have such a huge leg up on all this tech, all the knowledge. It's almost like we have, uh, we have young Doc Rocks in the making because <laughs> Doc Rock talks about how his dad told him, you know, you got to get your audio right. You got to get all this stuff right. So it's proud, you know, it's a proud moment as a parent for yeah. sure that we get to pass down our knowledge. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm with you. I'm with you on the same thing, man. It's, it's the, let's, like you said, though, it's the, let somebody else had to kind of nudge them in, right? They had to kind of want to come in and they're like, oh, this is actually, oh, okay. Yeah. Let me follow you. <laughs> so it's so good, man. <laughs> It is. And, and what's cool is my kid, you know, he, he asked me because his neighborhood kids are saying, Oh, you got to have a YouTube channel. You can make a lot of money. And then he comes to me, Oh dad, oh, I want to make a YouTube channel so we can make, we can have lots of subscribers and we can let, make lots of money. I'm like, okay, all right. You, you got to get started though. So I got him, I trained him on, on cameras and I trained him on, I was like, all right, go record a video. So he recorded the video and they're like, dad, can you edit the video for me? I'm like, all right, not right now. I'm, I'm busy, right? I didn't have time. We yeah. don't have time as content creators. So after a couple of weeks of like, wait, hold on a second. Here's a laptop. Here's how you edit. 
go at it, you know, here. And then, so then he trained himself, learn how to do it. I'm like, okay, that's more like it. Instead of you taking my time, I can now pass stuff over to you exactly, and you can add it for me. So oh, it's, man. it's, it's, it's pretty fun. It's also a realization for myself. And I'm sure you had that too. Like, how long am I going to do this by myself? And then now that they're coming in, like, okay, oh, that's where it's going. Yeah. Oh, man. It was, man, because what the biggest thing was for my son, like, so my, my two oldest are 17. Mm-hmm. And so my son, I took him, um, he was here for, it might have been the summertime. And I had a buddy that has a, that does a car YouTube channel. And I was just yeah. like, hey, I'm just like, hey, man, I'm not doing anything. Like, if you just want me to come shoot, I'll come yeah. shoot, man. And so he hits me up and he's like, let's go shoot. And so we're out there. I mean, shooting Lamborghinis and Audis and all that. So I bring my son yeah. to record me recording him. <laughs> so I'm like, so now he's like got all these videos of like, oh, I'm going to show my friends. Like, I got to sit in a Lamborghini. And I'm like, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 cool, man. Like, you make your own path. Like, and so that's, exactly. that's what I think is good, man. Man, that's that's such awesome. So, how long have you been in this space? You mentioned 2017 is what you got in, but tell us a little backstory on how it even occurred to man. you know get in this space. You know, it's funny, man. I uh, it, it was kind of always a side thing, right? Like the you know from the gaming side, I always I was interested in the gaming side, but I was like, man, I'm I'm a dad, I'm grown, like I got a job, like I don't know if I have the time to really really do it. And again, with 2020, things slowed down. So I'm in a live event space. So obviously there were no live events to do. And so um, so buddy of mine, Monty uh, Weaver, I'm, um, we know each other from like high school. We grew up in the same oh um, area. And he, I just see him online and uh-huh. I just see him everywhere. And he's like talking about YouTube classes. So I'm like, oh, well, let me, I ended up a part of a, I ended up managing a group on Facebook, mm-hmm. had about 11 or 12,000 people at the time. And I hit him up and I'm like, hey, Yo, can I just interview you for this thing? And yeah. talking about YouTube, he's like, oh yeah, sure, of course. And he starts talking and I'm literally like jaw drop, like, what am I doing with myself? Why am I, why am I, you know, just streaming for free over here on Facebook and all these yeah. places. Yeah. And so I jump in his YouTube group and um, so he's teaching about YouTube and then Amazon Live comes around mm-hmm. and he nudges me and goes, and just me, like you tell me something, I'm not, I'm just going to jump out there and see what happens. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I saw this thing. I'm not sure if it's great, but you know, maybe you should check it out, man. I jumped in there and that was the game changer for me. Like I was addicted because you know, it's content creating. Like I love live streaming. That's, mm-hmm. that's my, that's just how I go because it's so hard for me to produce canned content. Like sure. just jumping on here, you saying, you asking a question and me just going like, mm-hmm. that's my natural state. And so yeah, being able to live stream and make money while doing it without sponsors and all that stuff in the beginning was like, yeah. oh, this is the golden grail. Like, let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and what's beautiful is that it's just the beginning, right? It's just the beginning. Yes, people have been creating content for YouTube and posting their affiliate links to Amazon. And Amazon's like, wait, we can create our own live stream platform. I mean, they bought Titch, they bought Twitch a few years ago. They haven't really done anything with it. So I'm guessing that slowly they're bringing the tech over to the Amazon platform. I think that's one of the craziest things that we've been trying to notice is like they like compartmentalize so much that like mm-hmm. you you could talk to somebody else at Amazon that doesn't even know Amazon Live exists. Like people on Twitch are like, what is Amazon Live? And you're like, 
you guys know it's the same company, right? Like, yeah, there's probably an office down the hall that does the thing, and <laughs> like they don't even know inside the company. So it's it's the craziest. I don't know. It's the craziest thing, man. But I think what's awesome is that at least they are they have a whole team around just growing that little platform. Because if you think about it, Amazon is a huge, huge company, right? They have uh, they have spaces like Amazon work. Amazon Web Services, they have the Kindle group, they have the Shop group, they have like they have so many different groups. So Amazon Live could might as well be a startup within Amazon, you know? Oh man, absolutely, man. And I think one of the craziest things was again, I didn't I didn't get a live stream in a cell and to be the salesman, right? It's kind of yeah. accidental. I really I just wanted to play video games and hope somebody paid me one day, right? <laughs> And um, but it was like we jumped into that and then we realized there was this whole world that came before Amazon Live. Like Amazon Live is catching the wave of, you know, what's happening in um, Eastern culture. Like, yeah, um, for, you know, was it uh, a lot of places in like China and Japan that mm -hmm. are doing live selling all the time? Like this is yes. how they buy stuff. And I was like, oh, so we're actually late to the game. We're late to the early game for U.S. Right. Like So. <laughs> You know, so it, get, it gave me the opportunity, man, like Alibaba, they have a life. And um, one mm -hmm. of the sponsors that I had on Amazon Live was like, hey, do you want to create on Alibaba Live? <laughs> because everybody that they everybody that was doing it over there were employees of the company. Mm. And so they were just kind of like fumbling around with a cell phone like they didn't really know. And they were like, right, you'll be like a stream like you'll be streaming and look good. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah why not? Like, let me jump on there and see what that's about. So it was a pretty cool experience. Wow, that's that's really powerful. And if we think about it, Amazon Live is the next level to QVC. I mean, we've had shopping channel networks for a long time. Of course, they require a big production. You have, you know, lots of things going on. Amazon Live is all right. I got this. It's like you have the Uber Black. Right, that's the TV QVC production. Somebody's, and then we have the Uber X or or Lyft, which is which is what we got going on from our own homes using our phones. Yeah, exactly, man, exactly. And it's like, I mean, you know, because and and you know, people who even follow the creator and like, I think people. It's funny because people act like creator economy is a new thing, right? Or like mm -hmm. influencer marketing is a new thing. Like yeah. it's been going on since way before we were kids, right? Like oh, yes. you paid so-and-so to get on the movie and, you know, mm -hmm. wear this hat. Like it's the same thing. It's just now it's in your pocket. Like it's in yeah. your hand 90% of the day. And yeah. and I think it's just the best way for them to capitalize on it. Cause now, you know, who, who's, you know, who's watching cable? Like, I don't know. My mom has cable, but like, I don't really know that many people that just have regular cable anymore. So who's watching HSN or Googling exactly. it? You know? Do exactly. they even stream? I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, you, you're absolutely right. That's, that's so true. And we are, we have, it's so much more accessible for literally anybody to grab their phone, download the app, and start streaming. In fact, I saw J Lo's very first Amazon Live mm -hmm. on the platform, and she's literally looking at an iPhone, streaming from an iPhone. Now, sure, that's she hilarious. had a person next to her that's reading the comments and telling her who to say hello to or whatever. Yeah. But again, you know, it's so accessible now. It's mind-blowing. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the the, the ease of, I mean, literally the the, 
the price of entry was to have an iPhone or an, you know, an Apple product. Yeah. And okay, cool. Not everybody has one, but you're still talking what 60, 70% of the country has the ability yeah. to jump on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then early on, remember we didn't even have, you didn't even have to have a lot of followers. Like it wasn't even a, like you had to have these millions of subscribers. I think mm-hmm. I got in on my Instagram, I might've had, you know, 3000 followers yeah. and that's, you know, that's from DJ days. That's all that. And they were just mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. Why not? And yeah. so it was like, Oh man, I can, Man, yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> it is. It's, it is absolutely crazy. Now, what we're talking about is Amazon Live. It's a platform Amazon's building out. It's it's probably almost two years old. I'm not sure. I haven't. I don't even know the first day, first time they started it. But uh, it's really powerful. If you have a good enough following on either Twitter, Facebook, sorry, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube or Facebook, I think there's a way for you to get in. And essentially it it works like an affiliate account and you get percentage of the sales. So anytime you're promoting something um, and people buy that, you get a percentage of that sales. Now, Amazon has had that model for years for the affiliate income, but this is next level because you're talking to people who are already looking to purchase the products on their stores. Oh man. Yeah. The, the, you know, a couple of buddies, uh, Chris and Jim, man, one of the best examples they gave was like, you ever go to the mall and you're in the store and you see the thing, whatever the, the whirly bird thing, you know, toy. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. man, how's this work? I wish somebody would tell me if it works or do people buy it? You know, mm-hmm. is it good for four year olds? That yeah. kind of thing. And, like that's what this is, is that people are on Amazon buying whatever they're buying. Mm-hmm. And there's a little box in the bottom with somebody live yeah. talking about the thing. And you can go, hey, should I get this? And they'll go, well, what's your, what are you using it for? And what you're you, like, yeah. they're talking to me live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's that human connection, right? It's, it's bringing that human connection back. And we love, I mean, human beings love to talk to each other. Absolutely. That's why we're having this podcast, right? We... we <laughs> We have similar interests. We have kids that love gaming and we like gaming ourselves and we're having a conversation. So when you're live streaming and people throw questions at you and you are able to answer their questions, you're not only having a conversation, but you're also helping somebody. And when you help somebody, man, does it feel good? It's so good, man. Yeah. The amount of people that ask questions and like ended up not buying the one thing that they were going to get because they actually needed something else. Like the amount yeah. of times that it happens on a live stream is, is amazing, man. Yeah, it is. And, and um, I'm really grateful for the platforms that are enabling this. The beautiful thing is the creator economy has been around. The influencer economy has been around, right? Michael Jackson <laughs> was an influencer. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> he's an artist. He's a public figure. He, was, you know, one of a kind and it's now just more accessible for a lot more people. Yeah. Yeah, man. The the ability for a mom of three kids to start a blog that has a thousand followers mm-hmm. and she can make six figures from this blog that a thousand people read. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you said it earlier that no like and trust and it's like, do you trust, you know, and again, there's the stars and the movie stars and you're kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, do I trust, 
do I trust J-Lo to tell me about the thing for my baby to be safe? Or do I assume that she's being bought out, right? Yeah. And then you go, well, Susie is just a mom at home with three kids writing about this stuff for fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'll believe her. And then it turns mm-hmm. into a business when you when you do it right. And it's so yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, the power, the power is absolutely there. So if you're interested in anything at all, you just got to ask the right people and you know you can reach out to me you can reach out to chris over here and we'll point you in the right direction but you gotta have the right why you gotta it's not about oh i want to make a million bucks yes you can make a million dollars but you gotta put in the work yeah yeah i think that's i think that's what's so great man and i think that's why like following you and following you know a lot of people that are in our space in our community that we talk to I love following them and being in the community with them because they're doing it. The thing that they're doing is the thing that they're actually interested in. It's not really about the money. It's, you know, for me, again, it got into it because it was gaming. Like I only talk about, I only talk about tech gear. I don't talk about home goods in my kitchen because that's just not what interests me. Right. So, you know, it's, you gotta love it, man. Yeah. You gotta love it. And you gotta know what you're talking about. Sure. I can talk about a, um, a orange juice or a citrus juicer because I use it myself, right? In my kitchen, I, you know, we, we, we had lemons going, like going dry. So my wife's like, all right, put them in the, put them in a vat of water. We put them in water after a couple of days. I'm like, okay, let's put them in the fridge. Cause they're going, bad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, why don't we just make, make lemonade out of them? I'm like, all right. So, you know, use the juicer, made lemonade. And then, like, oh, we got some some of these strawberries that we're not eating. So let's throw in some strawberries. I'm like, how do you make strawberry with lemonade? Like, oh, you just put them in the blender. And it turned out really good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yo, it, yo, and it's that. It's like, this is what I use every day. Like, yeah. you know, for me, it just happens. It I just happen to be a guy that was in production anyway, that yeah. DJed anyway, you know. Yeah. So that's so amazing, bro. It is absolutely amazing. So we talked about what our motivations were, why are we doing this and how fun it is. And, and if you're not having fun, you just, you're just being miserable for no reason. So <laughs> Exactly. Why, why are you doing it if you're not having fun? Uh, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please go and Find Chris. We have show notes in the in, in the in the show notes. You'll find links to connect with Chris. But after these messages, uh, Chris is going to share three hacks to take away, so that you can apply it in your life, in your entrepreneurship, as a coach, whatever it is that you're doing. These are practical things that all of us can take away and start using them. So, after these messages, we'll have some cool. Chat will be right back. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, if you've been listening, we have been talking with Chris P. Giles. It's been a fun conversation. We get to talk about our love for gaming, streaming, <laughs> our kids getting into gaming, and all the things get that go into live streaming. It's it's been a lot of fun conversation, and again, like content creation. So. Chris got some really cool hacks to share with you guys that you can immediately use and into any part of what you're doing, content creation, social media, whatever it is. 
So Chris, take it away, man. Man, uh, man, my first thing is always going to be uh, passion. Find a thing, like think about all the stuff that you can do. And, and it's it may sound cliche, but it's literally like, what is the thing that you would do for free mm. every day? And, you know, that's it. you heard earlier in the conversation. That's what gaming was for me. I, I was gaming anyway. And so it goes, oh, well, why not just slap a camera on it? And if I get some money, I get some money. If I don't, yeah. guess what? I was going to play games anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, don't again, you know, uh, you said it earlier when you were like, don't don't just do it for the money. Yeah. You know, so that that's number one. That's the, that's the first thing. Um, the practical, a practical thing. And we kind of talked about this offside was I'm not a. Um, so a lot of people get into the finding your weakness and trying to make your weakness stronger and trying to change it. And what I, man, what I've been subscribing to is finding what your strength is mm-hmm. and then just triple down. Yeah. And so, you know, we were talking about in this practical thing for me, my strength in content is live mm-hmm. and, and my a new one is becoming short form. Like I can get it right. I can get a 60 second click. click yeah. right. If yeah. I'm trying to make an eight, nine minute uh, YouTube video, man, I think it's horrendous. <laughs> it's horrible. And so because of that, like most of my content is now Instagram and TikTok for the shorts. And then I'm doing Amazon live streams mm-hmm. because I'm, I'd, I'd rather just get up there and fumble it live and go, Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> There's no changing it than yeah. having to figure it out ahead. But that is me figuring out me. Like don't live stream because people say you should live stream, like mm-hmm. figure out what you're comfortable with and just triple down. Um, and then my third thing, I always tell everybody, especially in content creation, but no matter what space you're trying to get into, is start where you are. People yes. look and they go the setup and they're like the lights and the camera and the microphones mm-hmm. and all this stuff, right? And they're like, oh man, what did you use and what software and this and that? And I'm like, look, 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 I got all of this because I talk about tech. So if I show up talking about tech and I look like I'm a hostage somewhere, right? Like there's the lighting's <laughs> horrible and the, you're going to be like, does this guy know what he's talking about? Yeah. So I have to look the part, right? You mm-hmm. talk tech, you talk home studio builds, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to look the part. Yeah. And so the phone in your pocket, literally after all the phones we've had over the years, the cameras, like it's literally one of the best cameras that you can use Yes, to the point that I've actually gone backwards mm-hmm. and I've actually started using my phone more to the point of editing my videos from my phone just to prove a point, just to prove yes. that the content is really that simple. I don't have to use, you know, the Adobe's or the Filmora's or that. Yeah. I can literally use CapCut, which is free. On a, mm-hmm. on a phone, <laughs> and on a phone edit all yeah. my videos it's crazy man so that those those are my tips man man those are those are tried and true tips because you know what we are both here talking about it and it has worked for us right it's yeah. worked for us so take that with a take that to the heart and start where you are i love that start where you are because when you say, oh, I'm going to get that nice bike and start biking, it's never going to happen. Trust me, I've been there. I waited a whole 15 years before I really bought a bike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go buy that bike and I'm going to ride it. Yeah. And it just never happened till like 2010. I was like, okay, I want to, I will really want to do this. And I go, yeah. I just went and bought whatever bike I could find. My brother-in-law told me, okay, get this bike, get us get a hard tail because you, you know, if you're going to spend under a thousand bucks, you want to get a hard tail. If you want to get something with, with all suspension, then you're going to spend, be spending two, you know, two, $3,000. I'm like, okay, start where you are. That's where I'm going to start. And then the rest is history because 
I got started. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Yeah, you'll get into it and you'll either A, find out, you'll find out a couple of things. You either find out that you're, it's not for you mm-hmm. or you'll find out that, you know what? I actually like the thing that I have. I don't even need all the extra stuff. The amount of people that I met that have the money to buy all the equipment yeah. and uh, don't, oh man, who is, I was watching this one guy, a business guy, I think it was mm-hmm. Alex Hermosi mm-hmm. and they're like making fun of him because the place he records literally feels like it's this big yeah, and it's like this long thing. And they're like, dude, like you got all this money, you're a hundred million dollar man. What's up? And he's like, you know, I paid 80 grand for a studio and I couldn't turn it on. Yeah. But you guess what? I can, I can turn my I laptop turn on, 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 on laptop, Zoom. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And now's YouTube channel is like, you know, skyrocketing from these videos of the laptop webcam. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was the content, that's, man. That's, that's, it's all about the content. It's not the gear. And I know this is me talking, telling you how, <laughs> that you need to look good. Yes. There's a place for both of them. Right. Yeah. You want to be, uh, my my good friend Ken Okazaki says, it's the Will Smith effect. Mm. You want to be relatable, use your phone, but you also want to show professional, look, that mm. you can go the other way. Yep. You can clean up. You know, in the movies, when people dress up, I'm yep. like, whoa, you clean up nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you got to give the people, both of them, so that you're a well-rounded personality. And that's where home studios, live streaming, all of this comes into play. Because when you meet somebody in person and you're, you're talking to them for a while, they're like, all right, this, this guy's a really, he, real deal. He knows what's up. You know, he he's answering all the questions. He's looking good. He's not looking good. And then over time, you just build that trust you build that likeness and you know you you're gonna follow them no matter where they go absolutely man that's so good that's so good awesome man it's been so much fun talking with you chris we had so much fun talking about gaming streaming what it takes to be a content creator and just get started be comfortable with who you are and show show up you know just show up yeah that's, that's the first one. If you don't show up, man, you ain't in the game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. So toward the end of, our, end of our show, I like to ask some really quick questions. Sweet. Um, but we can go along. We got time. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? <laughs> you know, it's, this is funny. I put something else. I think I put golf because you have this question on the thing. And I think I put golf and I laugh because I remember we've talked in the past and I saw you, I saw you post a video Uh and it's really, it was beekeeping. Mm. And literally it's um, because I've watched you with some of that stuff. And literally that's actually on my list of right now we're in an apartment. So I'm like holding off. But when we get into a house and I can, I can have the space too. like that is on my list of, I've already been looking up stuff and trying to figure out. Um, cause we had really, my family just, you know, the kids, we all have a really bad allergy. So I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, the honey, you know, it'd be nice to build our immunity up a little bit better or, you yeah. know, whatever the actual word is, but yeah, that's, that's my next one, man. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Honey, honey has been great. And that was the entire reason I got into it as well. It's been fabulous. Yeah. What did you want to be when you were a child? <laughs> that's funny. I actually used to want to be either a firefighter or a police, mm-hmm. uh, a police officer. Nice. Those are actually pretty good. Firefighters, I actually um, knew, actually know one of my um, cycling mates mm. used to be in the fire, in the volunteer firefighting 
Nice. So he would hang out. He would go for a weekend and, you know, stay at the station. Yeah. And then they would go fight some fires. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. How do I get in? <laughs> because I, I want to go down that pole. You know, it's it's dude. so much fun. Everybody I, wants to. I only didn't do it, man, because I, I realized I didn't like heights. And I was like, so if, if you got to climb that ladder, you're stuck in the cats in the tree, the cats stand because I can't get them. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny. All right, next one. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Oh man, that's good. My favorite, my favorite show, man. I keep been going back to is uh, Kim's Convenience on Netflix. You ever heard of that one? Oh yes. I'm so, waiting on season six. I don't know yeah. if they're gonna put season six on Netflix because once they finished production, all the actors came out and on Twitter. I'm like, come on. Yep. <laughs> Will I ever get it to watch season six on Netflix? We'll let you know in a future episode. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Next question. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh, man. What movie would I choose if I got to be a character? Man, it would have to be an action movie. Mm -hmm. Honestly, something in the military. Something I've never done and I've always had a heart for are people in the military. And what's the movie? Uh, 13 Hours. Oh, the story of uh, Benghazi. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's like literally one of my favorite movies. So, yeah, it would it would be something like along that lines of being able right. to do that. 13 hours. I have not seen that movie, but I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. Next one. Um, who is your favorite superhero? Ooh, good one. <laughs> Iron Man. Mine too. Yeah. I love the guy. His story arc in the movies was, wow. Yeah. Just so good. Yeah. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Monopoly. Monopoly. (laughs) Monopoly is like my favorite game. And when I realized the relation that Monopoly, relationship that Monopoly had to real life, Mm -hmm. and if you actually got it. Yeah. Game over. I was Game like, over. Monopoly in real life. Like, that's how the wealthy stay wealthy. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. <laughs> Tell me about it. it. It is absolutely amazing. <clears throat> Monopoly. And uh, I think I spoke with somebody who said they have a Monopoly game that's Star Wars themed. Yeah. So it's got, it's got, uh, it's got R2-D2. It's got, um, Darth Vader, I think. I can't remember all the other characters they had, but they, you know, you get to be one of those pieces when you're that's, playing it. That's, that's awesome. so cool, man. I actually yeah. had a buddy. He passed away, but he, I found out later, I never got to actually go see the collection, but mm-hmm. apparently he had won, he had actually won a record at one point for having the most um, copies of like Monopoly, like the, the different diverse Monopolies. Like he had like the wow. largest collection of Monopolies. And I was like, and I never, I just never got to you go actually did. see the basement of Seed oh Wall. And I'm like, this is crazy, man. So, That's yeah. insane. That's amazing. Well, Chris, it has been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for your time and sharing the tips with our audience. We'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, guys. This was a lot of fun talking. If you have any questions, please reach out to either one of us. Links in the show notes, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. 
You can find additional information on the guest today on their website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.